Are you ready to be awakened and empowered in your calling and purpose? Are you a builder and shaper of the church, marketplace, and society? Welcome to Transformation Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Schneider, and I look forward to helping you get equipped as a catalyst of the kingdom in your sphere. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to the broadcast today. If you see the title behind me, wow, what a title. Oh, Canada, we pray, we fast, but where is the revival? You know, as Canadians, we have such a rich history in revival, longing for revival, praying for revival. I want to start out this broadcast, this particular one, by saying just how much I believe in prayer. Not just personal prayer, but national corporate prayer, and that prayer changes things in any situation. Prayer is effective, and I have been part of a number of uh, Canadian charismatic prayer movements and still am to this day. Uh, as well as even OPC, Ontario Prophetic Roundtable. I served on the uh, National uh, Canadian uh, Prophetic Roundtable for a number of years, and I'm still involved with these groups and, and walking many of my friends, part of, uh, part of our movement. And one thing I can tell you is that we love revival. Our nation has a rich history of hungry, hungering for God, and that's really the reason why uh, we use that terminology so much as we just want more of God. We're a country that's hungry for more of God. There's a beautiful heritage there. But when you talk about the, term, the terminology of revival or renewal or whatever you call it, revival actually in the last number of years has become such a broad brush term used. Uh, where you'll even see on posters, it'll say, you know, there's a revival here or a revival happening there. And we just love to use that word, even if it's not a genuine revival. Uh, we'll have great services and call it revival at times. And the reason we do that is that is how we view the more of God. We, fe we feel that achieving revival or having revival visit our church or nation is the highest level of what we can experience of the kingdom of God on earth. We will even say, and many Canadians have bought into this, this view or this belief, that if revival were to just visit Canada, all of our problems would be solved. The reality is that revival in your church or, or wherever God sovereignly chooses to awaken someone or a church in some part of the country, it doesn't actually solve national problems. Transformation actually is a result of the kingdom of God becoming systemic in a culture and the principles of that kingdom being infused into the systems of the society until the nation, the culture actually changes. So revival doesn't actually sweep through a country and change everything. And for those of us that are waiting on that one day, everything's going to change. And we'll use that scripture that uh, had to do with Israel, actually, in the birthing of the nation of Israel. We'll say, can a nation be born in a day? And yes, it can. And we'll have the prayer meeting and believe that now everything will change. And we have noticed, and it's no secret, that things have only gotten worse. There's a good side to this. There's a direction. God has not left our nation alone. And I want to take us somewhere in this uh, in this series on how to really see a nation transformed. 
but when we talk about revival visiting the land, we can sort of begin to perpetuate a belief system that as long as we sit back and wait, if we can just pray enough, if we can prophesy enough, we can enter some mystical secret access code to unlock the revival account up there in heaven, and somehow God is going to come down and take care of everything. Based on that belief system, we have given ourselves over to some great things, extraordinary prayer meetings across the country where a, a critical mass and a unity emerge relationally. Uh, we saw the raising of awareness of the issues of the nation, social justice issues. It really awakened the church as we banded together and prayed. And I'm of the belief that more prayer is great prayer. Never stop praying. We need to continue to pray. But the amazing thing that you discover when it comes to the transformation of nations is that there are nations and whole continents that pray more than we do. Pray, if you could use this, this term, better. Uh, and are constantly in prayer, and, and the nation is not yet transformed. There's a reason for that. Even the continent of Africa being one of the most evangelized, if not the most evangelized uh, continent or area of the world, and yet still suffering systemic poverty and corruption, and the nation has not been transformed, though you've got half a million member churches there, all night prayer meetings, prayer vigils where half a million people will gather praying for the country or praying for the world and yet the nation itself the systems that 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 cause a nation to function in a certain way and the systems that hold together a culture are not transformed the reality is, although we need to pray for God to move and we need to pray to dethrone principalities over cities and nations, the hard reality is that revival alone is not enough to transform a nation. Only the principles of the kingdom of God held in place by righteous systems is what transforms a nation. We forget that nations operate by a certain level of momentum. When a nation heads down a certain direction, it picks up speed as more and more of the culture and the people embrace demonic ideologies, evil belief systems, and, and system, intricate systems, sophisticated systems are put in place to hold evil there, to hold the demonic kingdom there. When that gets on a certain uh, spiral, you can call as many crisis prayer meetings as you want. It will not be enough to turn the nation entirely. It will accomplish something. It will accomplish a lot for the church, and it can accomplish great things in the nation. But ultimately, you have to shift the momentum of a nation to change a culture, and the culture changes the nation. Whew, that was a mouthful. So when we talk about revival, where is the revival? We pray, we fast. I know not everybody believes this, and I know even those that do pray and fast, including myself. We know that there's more and there's real occupation of territory needed, and we need believers to rise up and possess the gates of the seven mountains and get involved in every sphere of society. I think we all know that. We've come out of the place where we used to think if we just hold a big enough prayer meeting, God will change the country. I think we understand that it requires both and that we need radical prayer and radical engagement. We need to get involved. 
but there still has been a perpetuated belief throughout the nation at the conferences in the events that if we can protocol a certain way and I believe in protocol if we can redig something if we can you know if we do this on stage in the prayer meeting everything will change my friends it just takes so much more than that even church planting when you look at uh, like I said in one of the previous videos the nation of, of Jamaica more churches per capita of any nation in the world, yet that nation is not transformed. They pray, they fast, all of that takes place. But it is necessary for the gates of the enemy to be possessed and for occupation to take place. This is the challenge that we face. I began to see it in our own church as we had incredible meetings, incredible services. Only when we began to strategically train and equip laborers and then send them in a strategic way, did we begin to see real tangible change out there? The reality is for the church to really see the kingdom become systemic in the society, we must get organized. There are certain keys and certain principles that must be followed for a nation to make a revolution. I want to introduce you to some of those as we continue our journey of this great Canadian uh, Reformation series and get into not only the differences between revival and what, what makes for transformation, but help to stir the mindset towards the reality of what is necessary to see Canada changed from sea to sea. And I know you're going to enjoy Thanks for listening to Transformation Generation Podcast. If you liked what you heard, visit historymakersacademy.com to enroll in one of our cutting-edge trainings. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, History Makers TV, or download our History Makers Society app today.